So, what's, what's this little thing we're doing? Well, this is just called your, your beef drive time, I think is what we're saying. Um, so, I figure, let's be productive, right? Let's, when we're driving to the place of our corporate employee, let's just do a little, let's just do a little podcast, have a little chinwag. Just on the oh, eastern, why wouldn't you? Well, I'm, I'm just excited with the tech, technology we're using. This is, this is well, the future. This is the future of voice. Now, this is, this is fair income stuff. Now, I think we probably need to tell the beef listeners that the audio quality isn't as crisp, shall we say, as what they're traditionally used to. However, I think, you know, I think the content's going to be good. I think they're still going to be happy with what we're putting down. First thing in the morning, drive time, beef, Dan, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I just want to pick up a point on the audio quality. Um, When it comes to our standard episodic recordings... Episodic. I do enjoy episodic. It's got a nice ring to it. Well, you set up a fair bit of equipment. And you've got yeah. these knobs and these, like, it's pretty serious. Um, and you, do it, you test the levels, you test the levels, yeah. and then you're never happy with the levels, never. So you, no. you muck around with the levels, yeah. and then you test it again, and then you go, that's it, and then you lock it in. And then I listen to the beef, sounds shit. <laughs> so well, I, think the, I think the problem is there, Dan, is that your microphone shit. Now, I don't want to get into a whole audio file microphone equipment review, right? Because that's not what this podcast is about, clearly, right? But your microphone is a little subpar. I mean, this is where I have to sit there and, you know, I'm rocking I'm rocking your studio quality vocal mic. You know, let's be honest. You've seen it. It's a beast. It, it, it even has the diffuser at the front, right? You know, the little, little mesh thing. <laughs> not, <laughs> not too dissimilar to <laughs> your oil. <laughs> bit, of essential, bit of essential oil just to get you in the mood. No, mate, you've got a box microphone and you just need to turn me up or turn me... Like, yeah, it's I, the level. Like, yeah. don't blame the microphone if if you haven't done the levels properly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, look, that's a fair point. Look, uh, I'm going to throw some herbs at you, Dan, and I just want you to give me your initial thoughts, right? Just the first thing that comes in your head, right? All right, yep, happy with that. Dill. What? Dill. I'm throwing some herbs at you. Dill. What do you reckon? Can you spell it? <laughs> Can you put it in a sentence? Put Dill. it in a sentence. D-I-double-L. I, I, I picked some fragrant dill from the garden this morning. Dill. D-I-double-L. Well, you've never heard of the herb. Oh, dill. no. Dill's a bullshit herb. Yeah, bullshit <laughs> herb. Um, like, you've never seen... Uh, a dish with dill on a menu, and it's increased your interest. Yeah. So it'll be like um, free-range roast spatchcock, uh, <laughs> you know, duck-fat potatoes with garlic. Yeah. Um, and then it'll be, you know, like corn, peas, um, and dill roasted peppers. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Adding, adding zero value, right? Um, and do you, do you think dill is a verb? <laughs> what did you say dill was? No, a herb. Herb. Oh, well, so we're just getting used to this new audio quality on the Drive Time show, Dan. It's a Cause... verb. That's, that's where I had you. You thought I said a verb. Yeah, um, anyway. Um, but yeah, okay, dill, done. Sorry, next. Parsley. Or parsley. 
parsley. <laughs> um, are you reading these but don't really know what they are? Like, <laughs> is that what's going on? You've got a little, you've got a little reference, reference guide to speak. Well, you do work in town, right? And maybe you do need to know your herbs. Is it herbs or herbs? Herbs? Yeah, so you need to know your herbs. But you're just reading them, and you've never, you don't know what they look like or taste like. Um, so anything that's a garnish yeah. is, is just extra bullshit on the plate you didn't need. Like it's, extra bullshit. It's so extra wasteful. Mm. Yeah, so parsley, I don't think anyone uses parsley for flavour. Have you ever yeah. tasted it? Oh. I was saying, I was having a discussion yesterday which prompted uh, the thought around herbs. I don't know, we'll chat about it. And I mean, parsley is just one of these, it, it, to your point, adds zero value. It just tastes like a bit of garden. Like it tastes like a bit of lawn clippings you might have got after you just mowed the lawn and just, you know, woofs up into your mouth as you, I mean, I don't mow my lawns, Dan, let's be honest. But if I did, if I, what, you mow your lawns, you big ride on, you've got a big ride on, right? So you've probably got a little I've bit of a 46 inch cut, right? I don't go on about yeah. it. This is yeah. like, we've done a lot of beef and I haven't, you haven't heard me going on about it, right? Yeah. But I do have a 46-inch cut. A 46-inch cut. Now, is yeah. that a circumference of cut on your right arm? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, that's the width. We're talking width. Oh, width. So that's not, oh, yeah, so it's not, a, it's not a, a circular cut. Well, it has to be, right? Because the blades go around. But yeah, but I've got, two blades, I've got two blades sort of next to each other, left, right, oh, um, yeah. like absolutely finely engineered. That in between, I'm still cutting. There's, there's literally no gap. I reckon the the upkeep probably of a lawnmower of that sort of size and power, Dan, is probably going to give you more of a headache than actually mowing the friggin' lawn. I would have thought. Like, what do you have to put oil in it and and petrol and spark plugs and what? How, how do you maintain such a such a complex piece of machinery? Um, you don't. You just put like. <laughs> if, if it stops working, like, yeah. because I thought, yep, yeah, I'm going to have to get this service, right? But they want to charge yeah. you the same amount for a car. Like, it, you know, the guy that wants to service your ride-on, he's thinking people that have a ride-on are rich, so stuff them. They can afford 220 230 to service yeah. the ride-on. Boom. And I'm thinking... thinking dollar yeah. signs. Yes, exactly. And I, I think he's probably picked his market. However, I'm not really interested in spending that much on it, but... I look around our estate and I see like the world's oldest ride-on lawnmower is still working fine. I, I look around our estate. I, I ponder and I gaze. <laughs> <laughs> you come, well, coming up, you're coming off like a prat. I didn't bring it up, Trent. I didn't bring it up. You were desperate to bring it up. Sorry, did you have any other herbs we should discuss? <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to just switch gears a little bit. I'm going to suggest, you know, I sort of noticed this uh, a couple of days ago, I'm going, to, I'm going to suggest that any fuckwit reading the star signs in a newspaper in the kitchen at work, you need to just steer, steer well clear of, right? Like, yeah. And I'm, not, I'm not talking about they've just sort of, you know, flipped through the pages and they've had a bit of it, like intently reading, finger on the words, scrolling across. And I look over and I'm like... Yeah, that no. I think wide berth is what I'm saying. Anyone who reads stars in a newspaper, fuck it. So I think it was a thing for maybe 
like 14, 15 year old girls, maybe? Now, what the, well, well, back when Dolly was big, like, there's a guy in the newspaper, right? In, in, the, in the Herald Sun, and probably in all the newspapers. I don't know, maybe even globally, Dan, and maybe we can throw this out to the beef audience globally, because I still think there's a fair bit of dollar in it, right? But there's people that get paid to put these ridiculous, generic, rubbish star signs in newspapers. So is, he, is he an interpreter of the stars, or is he a, a vessel of uh, the stars? Where's he getting this information from? Uh, I think the universe speaks to him and through him or her. Okay. Um, I think a vessel, yeah, is probably a, a very, very accurate description, I would have thought there. Well, so he does it for the local rag, right? I would, oh, no, this is Herald Sun. This is your top tier, Dan. I mean... Yeah, I, I get that, that, but yeah. sure, surely there should only be one person in the world employed for that. Otherwise, you have your stars out of alignment. Like, what, if, what if I got, what if I got um, you know, the, the Age and the Herald Sun, and they each had a, a section on your stars, hmm. and, and they were in conflict... Well, Could you imagine? Oh, forget the, forget the government shutdown in the States, Trent. <laughs> oh, I'm thrown into turmoil. Oh, I wouldn't get out of bed. Couldn't. No, you wouldn't. You couldn't. Oh, would you I couldn't. No. If um, they get out of bed, I'd say I can't. <laughs> so, like, I'm, it just can't happen. I'm betwixt and between. I don't know which, which star. Well, how about next episode of The Beef? You bring one source of star sign. What do they call it? What? what what's oh, the? It, well, I think it's your, it's your stars, isn't it? It's, it's guidance. It's just guidance, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just stars. Yeah. I would have thought. I would have thought cosmic guidance. This is your daily cosmic guidance. Daily. You get it every oh. day. What's daily? It's in the newspaper, Dan. Every day. Fucking newspapers every day. Seven days a week. Um, wow. Well, I, I, I don't think Dan. daily isn't frequent enough for me, Trent. <laughs> oh. I think there should be there should be some apps you can get that give you sort of hourly guidance, like the oh, weather. The weather used enough. to just be daily. Yes. I used to only be able to know the weather daily. The best you'd yeah. get sort of just before you went to work, the morning tally. Yes, but it's not frequent getting... enough. Yes, but now now I can get I can get hourly updates. What's going on? And I think I need to know something from the stars. So for our next app, I would like us to individually and, yeah, separately, do some (laughs) research on on guidance from the stars and see if if they're all on the same page. This is just a sample of one. But give it a go. We just just want to see consistency, I think is what we're saying. So what's your your favourite star sign? I think Cancer's terrible. It's rubbish. Well, I think I think it is uh, it is very much much linked to uh, your year of birth. I would have thought. I don't think you can just pick a star sign. I don't think you can say. <laughs> do, you think, do you think a doctor goes? Do you think a doctor goes? I've got some bad news. You're a cancer. Bit of a huh? <laughs> like you it was are... in the stars. No, but it's just a terrible one. They should have changed it. Different. It is a different word. They didn't. They didn't think about it. A lot. All right. Really. I mean, how, how well do you know the star signs, Trent? How well? Are you, and, you've got, and, then you've, and then you've got Libra, which is just a tampon brand. I mean, I, it, that's just not. But they all have symbols. But they all have symbols. What's Sagittarius? Do. do you know what the Sagittarius yeah. symbol is? Sagittarius. I reckon it's a. I reckon it's a. It's a. It's a horse. It's a horse body with a dude 
throwing an arrow, <laughs> bow and arrow, I reckon. Is that right? Is it like half half unicorn, half man? Oh, oh this is a good like topic. This is a good topic. Well, we, yeah, um, Taurus? What's Taurus? Taurus? I reckon that's the bull. That's the bull. Bull in a china shop. Um, Dan, I think the great thing about doing a bit of a drive time impromptu podcast as we uh, venture into our place of corporate employee is you're going to be prompted for topics as you sort of, you know, sitting on the freeway or doing what you do. Now, I've got a question for you, just glancing at a car over to my right as we speak. How many dogs in a car is too many? Oh, two? Two? Two's too many, yeah. Two's too many. One's kind of cute. Oh, cool, there's a dog sitting in the front seat or looking out the window or standing on the back of the ute. Yeah. But any more than that, and the person's a bit strange. Yeah, I would have thought thought three plus three people. So you've got six at the moment just hanging out the window on the freeway is probably a bit much. Two in the back, one in the front, driver, passenger, and another dude in the back. I think there's there's sort of culturally appropriate numbers of pets on vehicles. Like, if you've ever been to Thailand and they have a scooter with a family of eight riding around with with two cats and a dog. Six chickens. Yeah. It's different. It's like everyone seems rather comfortable. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Could you imagine? um, (laughs) They smashed the shit out of those scooters. You wouldn't want to give a three-year warranty, would you? No, like, I don't not. think they're rated for that no, much weight, that much work, <laughs> up and down hills. There's floods all the bloody time. Yeah, they're, they're, getting, they're getting in all sorts of trouble. No, I don't think... I wouldn't have thought they'd give you warranty at all. I think you just go in and buy one, and they just say, it'll last as long as it lasts, and then come back and see us when you need a new one. Oh, um, yeah. Get oh, smashed. It, it's smashed. Um, the other one I do find interesting, and you you would have seen this down, I'm sure you're probably seeing it as we speak, is just the sheer volume of ladies doing makeup in the mirror, in the car, uh, whilst driving. So not even at light. Not even at light. They're just putting a bit on, a bit of eye on, a bit of, uh, I don't know what it is, foundation, lippy, just go on the whole nine yards as they sort of edge forward um, as they're driving. I just, like, poor time management is what I'm saying. Like, no, he, he, here's one. Do guys really care about makeup at all? Like, there's like there's an entire industry, billion dollar industry built around this concept. Multi, of, multi-billion. Multi-billion. Billion. Yeah, multi-billion. So, there's an entire industry built around this concept of, look, when you wake up in the morning, you're pretty ordinary. You need to <laughs> fucking hide the whole thing. Fucking yeah. nut. Change the colour of your eyeshadow. Um, yeah. Mascara, lippy, 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 fucking nails. Have you ever? You're about to fuck a chicken. You saw she hadn't had her nails done. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh. No. Mm. Let um, me just grab a drink of water and you do a runner. Like, <laughs> we don't care. We we well, just we literally yeah. don't care. Yeah, and like, I argue that there are a lot of women who actually look far better without makeup. Right? Oh, so, I love it. Oh, I love what, it. This is beautiful, Trent. What you're doing, now, what you're doing, Dan, is a detriment to the beauty that you're uh, exposed to every day. Now, oh, the natural beauty. The natural you're beauty. Natural beauty. You're a natural beauty. Now, maths. 
Married at First Sight, for those in Australia listening, I'm sure you're up to date with it. So uh, one of the brides, I think you know the crazy one, the crazy one, right? Makeup all over the shop. Now, look, the good lady wife, you know, she's she likes her makeup, is a little bit of a, um, a connoisseur and did a little bit of makeup for a period of time. Now, I don't need to be... Professionally, Trent. You're talking professionally. Professionally. This is someone paid to put the lippy on. Exactly right. Now, I don't need to be a makeup expert to know that it looks like she's been shot in the face with a makeup gun at close range because it it adds no value and it doesn't make anything better. In fact, it just looks horrid. You know what I'm talking about? Crazy eyes, fucking winged eyeliner... Lipstick well, all over the joint, nailed yeah. over the nines, then it just looks rubbish. You think well, I'm, there's, there's a spectrum, Trent. There is a spectrum that you're referring to, and at, at, at one end of the spectrum, it's just a bit of touch-up, bit of concealer. Yeah. I've, got a, of, I've got this fucking mole, or I've got um, some acne or some scars, and I'm just covering that off. And at the other end it's a bit of, of the spectrum, at the other end is disguises and costumes. And it's the same. I think you're one step away from a clown. Like, she, like, and if she's looking to try and scare people off, including her, her newly minted bride, uh, husband, I should say, um, well, then you're doing a, a bang-up job, I would have thought. But I would agree. I think you've got subtle maintenance at one end and then full clown. Just, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying disguise. Like, <laughs> so, it's like... Each 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 person who who's putting makeup on picks the point along that line that they're going to hit. Yeah, and it's a deliberate choice. Now I understand. I understand there'd be some people saying we need to change this whole fucking thing. It's not working. <laughs> and, you know, you know they literally well, they look at the mirror in the morning and just go, "Fuck, I wouldn't want to sit next to that all day." Yeah, you know. It's um, not working. So you know, I have a. And empathy. Oh, you, that that must be awful. But I don't think I don't think you can apply. There's not enough makeup in the world that you can apply that makes people go, "Oh, you look yeah, much better," yeah. and, and, and it looks like you. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, a, there's a tipping point. There is a tipping point. Um, yeah. But I think you know that that's the target market and demographic, isn't it? I was sad to hear about Napoleon, Napoleon Purtis going under. Um, what? You know Napole- Napoleon? You know you're not familiar with Napoleon, the makeup what? artist, the Australian makeup artist, married. Oh, it's a dude. It's a it's, it's a dude. A, yeah. Um, okay. Now he's he's blamed greedy landlords, the internet, the interwebs, which seems to be the common. I think any any time a retail business goes under now, it's generally the interwebs fault, I think, um, has nothing to do with anything else. It's the interwebs. But he's he's glistening, Dan. If you just Google a picture of Napoleon Purtis, he's just sort of glistening, always just with with a with a with a very very bright lip. <laughs> so it's, why would anyone buy a bloke's makeup? Like well, there's a lot of Well, I think it's for ladies predominantly, but. Um, but no, he's cooked. I think is the is the official commercial term for what he's about to go through. But um, look, I think we've solved a few um, of the image issues and makeup issues for the ladies just on drive time this morning. Um, Dan, wherever you might be listening, um, oh, just trying to find out where you are. Is this live? Is this like are we streamed or something? No, we're not. We're not streaming. We go in the can. 
We're not streaming. It'll go in the can and it'll be out very, very shortly. And, you know, we'll probably wind it up in a minute because we're sitting sort of a good 20 minutes. I think it's a good, a good crisp period of time for people to just... Because they'll be able to just stick it in their ears on the way home tonight then, if they're in Australia. If they're oh. global, they might be able to just listen in a few hours on the way in, on the subway. Well, they're on their way to work. I get it, I get on, it. On their way, you know what I'm saying? All right. I've got, I've got one for you because I'm... Very impressed with your level of preparation because this was rather well, unexpected. Well, you know what it is. I've taken the feedback on Dan. I think as part of any any oh. meaningful and, and strong and productive relationship, and I'd like to think that that's what we are. I think it's important that you know feedback is taken on board. It's a gift, and I've taken on the feedback. Um, sure, shit, I haven't still written anything down. It's up in the noggin, but I'm recalling it. I think that's no, no, this, 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 was, this was very good. A, a great improvement. I want to give you some positive reinforcement. No. But look, before, we, before we finish up, yeah. I was thinking the other day, um, disabled toilets, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, do you have to be in a wheelchair to use the disabled toilet? Or is there a spectrum of disability where, oh, uh, you know, you've got cerebral palsy, but, yeah, you can use it. You're, you've got Down syndrome. You can use it. Like, yeah. is, is it just for all disabled people? and Or is it just for the wheelchair? Because I was thinking they are designed for the wheelchairs. Specifically, yeah, yeah. this is a wheelchair. This is physically accessible. Specifically, yes. Yes. However, if they were also designed for, um, for other disabilities, so it had a multiple disability yep. sort of compatibility. Mm, um, a multiple disability compatibility. I love what you've done there, Dan. Well, yeah. I just wonder if it's a case of we don't want the retards shitting where we shit. Just put them all <laughs> here's your little room. You, here's your little room to shit. And, yeah. and you guys, you need to shit in there because fuck me. Yeah. You, you make a hell of a mess. And you make a hell of a noise, and you don't have you don't have the good graces just to keep it yeah. quiet and keep it to yourself. No, no. So we, this is the room where you need to shit, and we're all going <laughs> to shit over here. I think I think in answer to your question, Dan, I think you raise a very good point again. Now I think it's, well, it's very not much clear, Trent. It's not clear. Oh, it isn't clear. I, I can't think tell. It raises a whole raft of questions, I would have thought, because they're, as you point out rightly, they're deliberately and purposefully built for wheelchair access. They've got little wheelchairs, right. guys with wheelchairs on the signs. So, right. absolutely, I think if you're walking up there with a bit of a with a bit of a crook leg, not just a sore leg, but a bit of a crook leg, and you are not of able body, you'd be you'd be perplexed. I'd be thinking you'd be again betwixt the. Where do I go? Where do I go? Do I go to the normal, or do I go to the? Oh. Normal? We'll give you the car park. Yeah, you can have the car park, Jan, but you can't shit in there. <laughs> oh, well, look, I think I think there's questions that need to be asked um, and answered, I would have thought, but I'm not sure where you go. Like, I'm not sure who answers these questions. I mean, we can spark the debate. Um, I, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the image on the, the wheelchair, it, it is very inclusive of wheelchair disability. <laughs> it's oh. inclusive of wheelchair. No, no, it's just it's just the one type. Yeah, well that's what I mean. It's very inclusive of that type, but I would argue very, <laughs> very exclusive on the outer to uh everyone else then. But no, it's um I think it's a problem that needs to be solved. 
Because that is well, the universal symbol too, right? It is the universal symbol of the, the non-able-bodied person is the dude in the wheelchair. But if I'm, if I'm mentally disabled, right? If I'm yeah. mentally disabled, mentally disabled but yeah. I'm, I, I can walk fine. If, if, if I were, yeah. if you were, yeah, yeah, if I was, <laughs> I don't want to be represented by the wheelchair symbol. Oh, no. I, I'm fucking offended. Yeah. I've got a mental disability, but you're representing me with this wheelchair thing. Why is it always about them? Always about them. So would you would you go and shit in the normal toilet out of protest, or would you shit in the wheelchair toilet out of protest? <laughs> I could just be doing it in a kitchen sink somewhere. It depends on my specific disability and yeah. how much yeah. I like to, how much I feel like taking the piss. Yeah. Because there is a spectrum. This is another yeah. thing with a spectrum. You know, you've got very slightly disabled and then severely disabled. Yeah, yeah. And someone decided that length line sometime. Yeah, they did. Let's say a hundred years ago, they said, let, let's say in mental capabilities are scaled. And you've got yeah. Einstein at a hundred, yeah. and then you've got Colin at sort of six. <laughs> right? Colin, Colin's and, a good name. Colin's and, a good name. Well, so Colin, right? So let's say Colin, they decided, you can't be that fucking stupid. We're going to call you... The slightest of slightly retarded, Colin. <laughs> right? But the line is drawn yeah. here. And then someone drew that line somewhere. The dude who was who was just next to Colin, yeah. slightly smarter than slightly Colin. Smarter. But <laughs> slightly smarter, but he's on the other side of the line. He's just a fucking moron. <laughs> Let's call him Greg. We'll call him Greg. Greg. So Colin's Colin's disabled. Mm. And Colin gets gets a um, a pension. Yeah. Colin gets you know, Colin has a ball. So whereas Rick gets nothing. Colin so, has a ball. Well, Colin's just thinking, oh, this is fantastic. I'm I'm the idiot, am yeah. I, Greg? I'm the idiot. I get I get five dollars every tea cozy, you fucklet. <laughs> whereas Greg, Greg, he works at the yeah, car yeah. park. Fucking sit there all day at the car park, copping green from people. Booth. I lost my ticket. I lost my ticket. I'm not playing that. So, and then at the other end, right at the other end of the severely disabled, you've got your Stephen Hawking's, who were just geniuses, but sort of trapped in their body. They would tease the fuck out of the columns, wouldn't they? They'd be like, "Mate, I've got a full time carer. I don't even have to wipe myself. Like, I literally." Consider and do whatever the fuck yeah. I want, and you're in that shelter workshop making five dollar tea oh, cozies. Yes. You and I've written six books and had five DVDs. No, mate, mate, doing nothing. Now, I would suggest that Stephen Hawking, when he was alive, used the disabled toilet. Well, do, do you? I don't think he had a choice. I don't think he made many choices Could about he? that. And that was Could very sad. But do you feel that the severely disabled teased the mildly? Disabled, like you get yeah, to the uh, Special Olympics, yeah. and there's a bit of a, oh, you're just an amputee. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. You know. So you've got one arm, but you, you're here in the hundred meter sprint. It ain't that yeah. quite, like your legs are fine. Yeah. Like this isn't that clever. You're just a shit sprinter. <laughs> so are they? Are they teasing 
Like, do the severely disabled, are they able to tease the mildly disabled? I think they probably do, Dan, and, and I think it no doubt happens, particularly at the special because I think that's just, that is just a free-for-all. Aren't they just going to be, because there yeah. is such a vast array of, uh, um, of different, to your point, sprinters with one arm, sure, they're not getting the aerodynamic, you know, sort of, uh, yeah, but, but they're running. It's not as impressive as the guys with the blades. You, you see those guys with two blades running, and you're like, man, great job. Right, no with one blade. Dan, I reckon we're, we're drawing to the end, but I reckon that... Well, nearly, nearly, but do we think... I think we should actually revisit where that line is. I think the line's cut a bit yep. thin, and there's some poor bastards that probably are disabled not getting the support they need. You know, because, you know, although, although Greg isn't technically disabled under the current definition, he probably shouldn't be allowed to own a cat. <laughs> uh, no, we will pick this up. Will we pick this up on, on higher quality audio, um, regular beef? But I think, it, I think it's a first uh, impromptu, the beef drive time. Maybe we'll call it the summer series. Maybe not globally. I mean, it's summer in Melbourne still. Um, I think that's a ripper, Dan. I think it's a cracker. All right. Well, th- oh, thanks Some... for calling and thanks for your contributions oh. and great preparation. Yeah, no, great appreciate preparation. the feedback. Well, I'm going to say safe travels to your place of corporate employee, Dan. But uh, oh, you're, you're Dan, and this has been the that's drive the time beef. Cheers.